0: We're having open and honest conversations about mental health and well-being. We should talk about it. With Myra Ansari on WAVE NOW.
1: Hello, everybody thanks so much for joining us here on Wave Now's We Should Talk About It. I'm Myra Ansari with Dr. Stephen Taylor from UofL Health East Hospital. And today is World Mental Health Day. And that is why we are wearing our green ribbons today. This is such an important day. And I am so proud of the work that we are doing, Dr. Taylor, and what so many folks are doing in talking about mental health and being more accepting of it's not such a taboo topic anymore.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of feel like you and me are ahead of the curve, you know, because we've been talking about this for a while. So I'm glad to see the world is getting on board with us.
1: Absolutely. You know, we should talk about this because Everybody's got a struggle, and it may impact everyone differently, and you should not feel any shame in how you're feeling. If I was actually bonding. I was at a wedding, a family wedding over the weekend, and bonding with another uh, cousin of mine, and she's a mom, too, and just the struggles of keeping up and the pressures and that, and it was just kind of nice to say it and not feel ashamed, like, that, like, okay, I don't have it all together.
0: Right. You know? <clears throat> you know, it's it's really interesting. Nobody, well, I mean, I don't know if that's, it's fair to say that nobody, but, you know, most of us don't think blood pressure problems are are a a character flaw. (laughs) You know, most of us don't think having diabetes is a character flaw. No. I mean, there are certainly going to be people who feel that way. But for the most part, physical health issues, we don't consider to be something wrong with you. It's just something that we can treat. And yet, we think of mental health as something so imbued with our character that it's hard for us to talk about it. You know, if we have any kind of concern with our mental health, there's so much judgment about, oh, well, you know, this is a character flaw. This is something wrong with you as a person. And I think that us talking about it, this being World Mental Health Awareness Day, of this thing being sort of on the national and the world stage as much as it is, is helping us deal with the stigma and realize, no, this is not about us as characters, it's not about our personality, it's not about something wrong with us as a flaw. It's about how our minds work and how important it is for us to pay attention to that.
1: What do you think led to uh, us talking about uh, our mental health more openly? than we have in the past, Dr. Taylor.
0: Well, I do think the pandemic has been a big factor in that. You know, I often will find myself asking, you know, what has the pandemic done for me? And, you know, as a mental health professional, um, it has brought it more in the center stage so that we spend more time talking about how important our mental health is. Mm -hmm. Being stuck at home for two and a half years and now trying to get back out into the world and try to figure out what this new normal is going to be creates a lot of anxiety and uh, it gives us a lot of opportunity to talk about what it's like to be human and what it's like to be dealing with a world of change that can be stressful.
1: Absolutely. And I think that's, you know, the pandemic was so hard and I think that there were some definitely tough aspects of it But then some good things that did come out of it that we realized, you know, what things are important to us yeah um, and what we now can talk about, Um, because if you're holding it in, Dr. Taylor, it's like you're you're like a a volcano ready to right. erupt.
0: You know, you know, we live in this world that has this fantasy of perfection. You know, there's the Olympics, there are sporting events, there are all kinds of things where we are measuring something we call perfection. And it creates a kind of an artificial expectation of ourselves as human beings. We are not perfect. We don't have to be perfect. And there was a, one of our famous psychoanalytic um, theorists, D.W. Winnicott, once said, you know, the mother doesn't have to be perfect, she just has to be good enough. His his phrase was the good enough mother. Mm-hmm. So even then, in the 1940s, we were sort of recognizing that to be human is to be flawed and to be a mixture of good and bad and, and awesome and failings. We're all those things wrapped into one package. And it's important for us to recognize that we don't have to be perfect to have a good life or to be good people.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> you know,
0: and so I think part of the awareness of health is about recognizing that. I think think some of the resistance that we can have to talking about mental health issues is this feeling like if we have a mental health issue, then we're flawed and therefore we're useless. And that couldn't be further from the truth.
1: Yeah. If you have a question for Dr. Taylor, please ask it in the comments here. Uh, Or maybe if you've struggled with uh, mental health, how you're dealing with it, what you've changed in your life or how you're getting through it. Um, You know, for some people, it may be um, reprioritizing Things it may be, uh, you know, exercise. It may be therapy. It may be medication. I think everybody's path to getting better, healthier is different.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I think the most important thing to underline in all of this is there's nothing wrong with us for talking about mental health or even recognizing that we need help dealing with something in our mental in our mental state.
1: Um, and I think we've had so many, you know, sometimes, you know, celebrities, we, we can, we think that their lives, we were talking about this perfect, and you're like, oh my gosh, you're a celebrity, you're an athlete, and you're struggling with this too. I thought you had it all together. Right. I thought you had it all.
0: Yeah, I think the thing to recognize there too is, yeah, they are at the peak level of their capacity to perform, and they can also have um, mental health struggles so they're still great athletes they're still you know important people Mm -hmm. they but they also have this other thing that they're struggling with Mm -hmm. and it doesn't diminish them
1: yeah and think about it most of us i would say you don't lose respect for someone saying things that they're struggling you don't lose any type of feeling if anything you're probably more relatable
0: that's right. It, it makes us actually more human, and it makes us richer because we are complicated. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if we were trying to reduce ourselves to the per- the perfect sort of singularity, we'd be missing a lot.
1: Um, what do you want folks to know, Dr. Taylor, about this particular day? If if someone is struggling right now and they're watching us, um, maybe today is the day they take that step.
0: Yeah, you know, I think one of the most important things that we can always do when we are dealing with mental health issues and stresses is to, rec- is to make space, a safe space, to talk about it. You know, you and I here, I think, are creating a kind of a safe space to talk about it. That it's that it's normative. Mm-hmm. We, we aren't saying there's something wrong here. We're saying that there's something for us to consider and talk about, and I think to be able to create a space where people can do that is always, and I think, the most important first step. And then the second step is to talk, you know, to keep conversation going, keep the dialogue going. It's yes and. I was reading a paper last week uh, that was um, <clears throat> talking about dealing with a particular kind of personality disorder, and it was it was talking about going from a me-centered approach to a we-centered approach. Helping this particular kind of character, this kind of person, to deal with everything's about me to beginning to think that everything's about us. Uh, And then it's having a kind of a we-centered approach to... to thinking and to life and to living and if we can do that with each other when we talk about mental health we're making great strides i think uh towards um healing and wholeness
1: absolutely i I think you know uh when you are struggling mentally um you're more than likely depriving yourself the people around you you may think that you know i'm just gonna cover it up But you will fall short eventually, and you will be struggling, and there will be an impact. You're better off just kind of saying, okay, I need to stop. Yeah. I need to rethink things. I need to get some things in order. I've had days where, you know what, I'm going to be late to work. I I need some time for Mm -hmm. me. I need to get it together before I walk in the door because otherwise I'm not going to be any good for you all.
0: Right. And you know what you were saying I think illustrates that point perfectly. You know this sense of isolation and, and isolating myself and separating myself from the people around me is part of what happens with, uh, with our mental health issues and being able to reach out and to be able to communicate is part of what keeps us connected and keeps the possibility of, of wholeness and healing there.
1: Do you think Dr. Taylor some folks are having a tough time now that we are getting into some normalcy to get back out there and then to readjust to mm-hmm. our struggling with our mental health. Yeah. So maybe we got used to it. Right. Being alone.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. You know, being isolated sort of became the norm. And then reconnecting and getting back out can feel a bit daunting. You know, it can feel, in a sense, sort of noisy out there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's a lot going on. And and we feel a lot differently, too. You know, one of the things that we know, I think, that, that I've recognized as a therapist in talking with people either by phone or by video, as we've done for so long in the pandemic, and then getting back to being in person in the office uh, one-on-one is that there's so much emotional content that we experience when we're together that's kind of not there Mm -hmm. when we're either on the phone or on video. It's not that the work can't get done and that there isn't benefit to telehealth or to talking online, but there is something very different about being in person, and it can feel overwhelming, and it can be overwhelming at first kind of getting back into it, and I think that's part of what we're experiencing now.
1: Mm I think a lot of businesses are asking folks to come back. There are a lot of people who are just not ready for it, whether they yeah. got accustomed to That's right. the the ease of maybe working from home. Uh, I know that I did. You know, it was kind of mm-hmm. nice to mm-hmm. be in your yoga pants all day. That's right. That's
0: right. Well, yeah. You know, I, I know somebody who's a very a, a real introvert, and he was talking about being back in the office again. He says I had to walk by, I had to talk to seven strangers before I got to my desk. You know, So it was really a very different experience for yeah. him to be back at the office, be back with other people. people. So, yeah, I think we need to be sensitive to that and to recognize that it's, yeah, we, we do need to make these transitions at times, but to also recognize that it's not going to be just so easy. Mm-hmm. It is going to take some effort, and we need to be sensitive
1: to that. Um, should you tell your 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 employer, your family, um, okay, I have this issue. Um, I'm struggling with this. I need this tip. Is that a bad thing?
0: It should be a good thing and it should, you should work in an environment where you can do that. And I hope everybody does. I know there are people who don't, but if you do, I think that's important. You know, Jefferson County Public Schools is is giving kids the opportunity to have mental health days. And that's a pretty big deal, Mm -hmm. you know, to be able to say, I am not having a good day and need to be out of this school for the day. Mm -hmm. Because I think this transition back can be overwhelming and be a lot. And I think that, if employers are going to be productive and successful, they need to be sensitive to the needs of their employees mm-hmm. and for school systems with the kids as they are gonna struggle with this transition back. It's not gonna be smooth sailing. It's going, There's gonna be some rocky roads.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you think about our culture um, of, you know, you clock in, you clock out, you, eight hours, eight to nine hours a day mm-hmm. of, you know, 40 plus hours a week, you know, you got two days off and two days off to get everything done, it is stressful. Very you know, it, and then you throw uh, um, a spouse, you throw kids, you throw obligations. Um, they're just, you know, I was saying to, some, I just wish there was more time in the day. I know. You know, it, it is it is hard that we do have a lot of um, demands, and we are not in the culture where there is a lot of time to slow down, right? Right.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think a person can feel trapped too. You know, There is this feeling of being able to sort of do the work at your own pace, work at home, not have, like you were saying, stay home in yoga pants. Mm-hmm. And then this feeling of going back into the office can feel a little bit like you're being trapped. And I think that's a, that, that's a real feeling and that's something I think that, that needs to be processed and considered and thought about and yeah there there's a lot of feelings and to be and to recognize that there is a lot mm-hmm. and a lot to talk about about getting ourselves back into the swing of things, as yeah. it were.
1: I think a lot of us, maybe we have found our voice and we are saying, you know, uh, en- enough is enough, whether it's the pressures of work. I am not well. If I'm not well for myself, mm-hmm. I'm not well for my family. I'm not well for my employer. And I need to find a way to be better.
0: That's right. And I think the, I think the focus on mental health and being able to talk about it is kind of crucial in that. Absolutely. You know, finding our own voice, finding your own voice and standing up for yourself and... And saying, you know, you matter.
1: Mm-hmm. So if you are struggling with something, please do not be ashamed. You can always um, call uh, the uh, new line that's right out, the
0: 988.
1: 988 number. You can also text it and you can get mental health if you, um, some help if you need it. And always you can turn to U of L Health Peace Hospital. We have so many resources here. Um, I'm a big advocate for telehealth. I think that is one of the things that came out of the pandemic because sometimes going in person, you don't have the time. I know time is big when you think of, I got to drive, I got to park, and then I got to check in. Telehealth, I'm telling you, is is wonderful. If if you can find a provider that can offer that, it it is a good way, a step to take right? if you feel like that's a good fit for you.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, access is difficult. So I think that can sometimes be the doorway in, and I think it's an important step.
1: All right. So, Dr. Taylor, is there anything with today, World Mental Health Awareness Day, that is, again, why we have our green ribbons on today, um, you know, talk about it. I've had my struggles. I still struggle. Um, you know, there. I have no shame in saying that. Um, and uh, I'm glad that I can say that because I think there was a time in my life personally where everything is perfect. Right. I've got it all together. Right. No, I don't. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I think that's so important, too. You know, recognizing that we do not have to be perfect. Yeah. Uh, there, there are no there are no awards for being perfect. And, um, you know, we, we all we all have struggles. And recognizing that that's part of being a normal human being, mm-hmm. you know. We, we contain wonderful things, and we have things that frighten us and terrify us and hurt us. Those things all coexist, and we just need to be aware of that and to be able to focus on them and Keep talking about that.
1: Absolutely. You will be surprised, I think, if you open up and tell somebody, um, maybe you're helping them by talking about it. Absolutely.
0: Too, yeah, right? I agree. I think so. Yeah, for sure. Just the fact that you and I are talking, I think, opens up the um, possibilities for a lot of people. And then it, people taking it on and talking about it, that mm-hmm. does, I think that just. It's, it oils the gears.
1: Absolutely. Every time so. we get done with this podcast, I'm like, yeah, I feel so much better. <laughs> right. You know, just I felt like I just unloaded a ton off of my shoulders. Sure. You know, even if we're not specifically talking about my issue, I can be like, okay, well, I am I just yeah. had some interaction and it was positive.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
1: Doing good things. Thank you, Dr. Taylor. Well,
0: thank you. All
1: right. I'm Myra sorry, with Dr. Stephen Taylor from L Health Peace Hospital for We Should Talk About It. Have a wonderful day. I'm not afraid to